You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Well, good morning, America. And America's Web Radio. Yes. Classic Car Show and Jim Weber and... Let's see, isn't there somebody else involved in well, the show? Well, uh, Mr. Ronaldo, and he... His first name, Steve? Yeah, and today he is our man in Amelia. On the scene. Yep, the yep. The Amelia Island Reporter. Yes, on the Concours d'Elegance and the Porsche Renworks reunion, I guess. They he got, will be on unless yeah. he raised his hand. yes. Well, he went to the auctions yesterday for a while. He was at the Gooding auction, and he didn't wave at anybody. So He didn't scratch his or pick his nose? He did nothing. He did. Well, Brenda was with him. He so, was, so she he, put the straitjacket on him, he, huh? He was, he was behaving. I, you know, <laughs> I used to go to farm auctions all the time when I yes. was farming. I love auctions. I, I must say, I, you know, I, I love it. I just absolutely can wet my pants at an auction. And um, when I first went, it was like, you know, people told me, don't raise your hand or don't do this. Yeah. And and then the, our auctions got fairly sophisticated. They gave us numbers. Yeah, you know? a card. Yeah. So, you know, and I'd, I'd sit on it so I, nobody would make a mistake that I was waving at it. Right. But, um I can't imagine going. I, I, well, you have to. Do they pre-qualify you to go to? Well, yeah, you have to have a line of credit, David. Yeah. How, how, well, it depends. It depends. Hmm. If you're going to bid on a twenty-five million dollar Ferrari, you're, you're going to need a twenty-five million dollar line of credit. I got the twenty-five dollars. Yeah. Is yeah. Well, it's the, no, it's the balance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, I can't even. You have no. You have to be a qualified bidder. Yeah. And uh, well, Steve is. And there's a lot of uh, phone bidding that goes on. So, did I play our intro? Yes, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I get are, are you with Are you with me this morning? I, no, I'm probably somebody else. Okay. Oh, there's a phone call. I wonder if it's Steve. <laughs> well, I hope so. It is Steve. Steve. Hey, our man. Well, I'll bring him into the board. Hang on one second. We are so excited. Let me bring you into the hole. Jim's over there. Oh, he's got to excuse himself. He just wet his pants. Cause oh, my so God. Here we go. It's downhill from here. Okay. Don't spill your coffee again. Okay. Oh, okay. We're, our engineers uh, got some technical difficulties right okay. now. Now we can go. Hang on. All right. You with us? Okay. Mr. Rinaldo. Okay, hold on. Why did that? that uh, we uh, we're we're looking for a qualified engineer to run the board on Saturday mornings when we do our uh, radio show. Yeah, we if we could uh, if we could find one, that would be good. Steve, how you doing? Yeah, hi. Can you hear me? Okay. We oh yeah, you're yeah, beautiful. You're four by four, as they would say in the Marines. Okay, yeah. up yeah. tight, well, not a sight. We're down here at the. the Amelia Island Concours, and uh, because it, it's there's a couple of weird things that have happened. Uh, the tomorrow the weather is supposed to be horrendous here, 
So yeah, I thought I thought it was coming in earlier, and that's why they'd started all that. But it's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Tomorrow was was the day it was supposed to be here, and uh, uh, the Concorde, but they moved it to today. So the whole big car show stuff, the main car show, is today. But they kept the other two. They have two other local car shows going on, but they kept them. Uh, and and at the same day, but they moved them to another location. They're not on the golf course parking where the main thing is, uh, where the main show is on the on the golf course. But yesterday, uh, so the stuff that was supposed to happen today happened yesterday. Like we went to Goodings Auction uh, for breakfast. Yeah, uh, did, did you go Miller. to the auction? Uh, yeah, we had Jack Miller arranged for us to to, to get. Bitter, not bitters things, but entrance, and we they have a beautiful breakfast, and so we stayed there and walked around and looked, and they have some. There's almost all sports cars at Goodings Auction. Hmm. Uh, they had a car, a Jaguar XKSS, which they anticipated going somewhere between fifteen and twenty million dollars. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, quite a car. That, that, that's uh, that's uh, the what, one that what? Jim called in. You know, yeah. he's one of those anonymous callers that he yeah. calls in and bid on. I'm a phone bidder. Yeah, I, and, and, and he didn't so get it. that was interesting. And then there's all kinds of Porsche stuff down there. I think there's more Porsche cars running around well, down here than there is in Germany. Well, there is a Renworks reunion, Steve, and they had 600 entrants for that. And that was supposed to be, that was supposed to that that's was today. today. Yes, that's correct. But they kept today. They didn't move the, that stuff over to another one. And what's interesting about this place? Uh, I've never been a judge here. I know a lot of a lot of the guys that are judges here. Matter of fact, uh, Mr. Moskowitz is is down here from AACA, and our friend Dave Kirkman is down here from AA uh, down here judging, and Paul Anario, who I've known for years, is down here just so i know quite a few of the guys yeah is joe uh, gagliano there no he did not come okay uh he's not a concourse guy is but it, anyway they they that the show the the cars for the uh if you will the the uh, uh concourse have to be on the field at seven o'clock yes and been involved in a situation where they've done this what happens is they, they judging starts at eight, mm-hmm. and they do not let the public in until the judges are finished, which somewhere is between nine and nine thirty. So the judging is finished and done before any spectators are allowed out on the field. Wow, which is kind of unusual. I've never seen that before. Yeah, that that's so, I think. Pardon? <coughs> I think that's fairly recent. I don't know, but it's a, it's a very good idea, and then it's done because there's thousands and thousands of people that come here. Yeah, they come here for for today's car show. So you know, if they let everybody attack the field the same time they were trying to judge, you you would the, the judging teams could never finish. Right. Well, are so you I on think, the field? Are you on the field? No, we're oh. no, we're waiting for the shovel. Okay. Uh, the the biggest hassle, if there is one. Here is uh, there. Well, there's actually two. Amelia Island. The whole thing is spread out all over. It's like ten miles between different events. 
Wow. Uh, it spread way out. And, and so we're staying at a, a friend of Jack's. Uh, he has, they have a, a um, uh, four bedroom condo. Mm hmm. Right on the beach. So we're staying there, and then you have to, in order to go to Rich Carlton, where the hub of the activities, uh, now I talk about some of that stuff too. The um, um, parking is at a premium. Uh, so uh, that's the hardest thing. So the Omni Hotel is right near us, so we're going to go over to the Omni Hotel, which is part of where this complex is, and we're going to, to ride the shuttle bus over to the Ritz-Carlton <laughs> and just leave the car here and not fight with it at all. So that seems to be the, the biggest hassle. Uh, yesterday also, too, it, we, we left the Goodings auction and went to the Ritz-Carlton, and they have all kinds of supplemental activities at the Ritz-Carlton. Uh, book signings, they have a huge automobilia uh, sale. I mean, uh, all these, one half of the lower floor is nothing but but, you know, shirts and stuff, and, and, and uh, there's a guy that, that's selling uh, old Lucas stuff, and it's kind of funny. It's sort of like a mini flea market, uh, and he had thing I was there, but it's too expensive. It was, it, I, maybe Jim right now, you know, you know the Midge? The Midge? From MG? No. They, they made him back in the, the T-Series days, and it looks like sort a cross between a dragonfly and a mosquito. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. He has a real one there, and it even says MG, MG Car Company in Abingdon. Wow. Six hundred bucks. <laughs> oh, holy and, smoke! Yeah, and all kinds of drivers' suits and drivers' helmets, and just tons and tons of memorabilia from the the car stuff. Yeah! Wow! <laughs> so it, it 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 it's quite a quite a huge huge deal. Uh, that that uh, that stuff. And, and anyway, yesterday we after we walked around there, we walked out, went to the R and M auction cars. There's five auctions going on here. Oh boy! Oh man! Uh, so we went to R and M, and R and M had the other one was all sports cars. Goodings was you know he said oh, that guy counted. In their catalog, sixty some Porsche cars for sale. Yeah, it's a big thing right now. Hey, Steve, yeah, and some of the real expensive ones. Yeah, Steve, if uh, if you get a chance, I don't know, maybe you've already seen him, but uh, um, Ed Watts Passport Transports down there, and they're playing a big part in it. They uh, uh, do a lot of bringing in and taking out of uh, the cars, and uh, if if you get a chance to see Ed. Uh, or you see somebody around pa- uh, Passport, uh, ask for Ed and uh, tell him hello for us, if you wouldn't mind. I will. And, and how much uh, we appreciate him uh, uh, being yeah, a part and, of the classic car it, show. They, put the, they, they have sections here. All the transports and trailers are in another section because the roads here are little tiny two-lane roads. So uh, what they do is they, they allow the big transporters to pull in uh, and actually take a lane of the road and the cops control the traffic while they're getting their, their, their cars out of the, 
Wow. The thing. It, it, it's, it, it's a real problem I can see here is, is the moving around of people and cars and stuff. Poor, poor Bill Warner has got to be pulling his hair out. Uh, I, yeah, I have the, I have no idea. I asked the, the guy at the registration uh, yesterday at the Ritz Carlton, and he, I said, is he here? And he goes, I have no idea. You won't, you won't see that guy unless you catch him running between things to yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I just can't imagine with all these changes why Bill wouldn't take the time to be on today. I just don't understand that. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't understand but, but, that. but you know what? We'll so, get him some other time and, and hear well, about it. Well, it's 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 very interesting. Uh, it's it, it's it's run like I've never seen some things run. Do hey, uh, Steve, 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 Steve. Let me interrupt. Yeah. Let me interrupt you. We got to take a break. Hold that thought, and we'll be back and and talk okay. about that just as soon as we can. We'll be back on <laughs> the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio right after this. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. This is Skip Coriel, host of the Home Defense Show on America's Web Radio. Join me every week as we explore all aspects of home and family defense as we strive to defend the ones we love in an ever-changing and volatile world. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Hey, we're back. Oh, are you with us? Good. How, how, yeah. are, how are things looking? Is the weather good and oh, clear? It's going to be beautiful today. It's going to be in the around 67, 68. Wow. Sky is... is Blue sky. It's a little windy, yeah. uh, but it, it's going to be a, a, a very nice day for the very nice day for the show. But we're right on the beach, so I yeah. imagine it won't be as windy once we get a little uh, a little further further inland. Yeah. So, so the storm's uh, supposed to so, hit tonight or tomorrow? Uh, starting tonight, from what I understand, there's a there's a weather channel, but I I can't you know you can't depend on those guys, but. Today they're saying zero percent chance of rain. Well, so so we're going to get out of here a day early and just head back tomorrow because I've got to get ready to go to uh, Oklahoma City for the horses carriage national convention. Yeah, so, and then and then a, and then you're going to Chickasaw. Chickasha, yeah, to uh-huh. Chickasha to the the, the uh, pre World War II flea market, which I'm looking forward to. My yeah. God, those fleas have lasted all these years. 
Actually, yeah. it's pre-World yeah, War One, Steve. Yeah, pardon? It's pre-World War One. No, 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 it's World War Two. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, you know, because the, the uh, you know they wouldn't have a lot of stuff. It was just brash, brass era only. But they have a lot of model eight. I guess I've never been. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking forward uh, to to uh, to getting down and see that. But this thing is quite an event. It's uh, it it's it's just it actually the best word I can describe this thing is overwhelming. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's and then the problem, the, the, like I said, the biggest problem I see is 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 parking and and traffic control. Okay, Steve. This this is a very probably a stupid question. But as I understand, Amelia, and I haven't been fortunate enough or had an, Jim won't loan me the money to go, but um, as I understand it, a lot of the cars are parked in quote unquote fields. They're not on, they're not on, uh, they're on grass fields as opposed to a parking yeah, lot and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. What's the yeah. rain, what's the rain going to do if it comes in a, a you know, an inch Two inches of rain, or something like that. Is what are they going to do about the cars that are parked on the? Oh, grass they're gone. No, they'll be gone today. It's over with. It's okay. done today. Yeah, everything. Yeah, the everything ne- ends today. To yeah. the tomorrow. Yeah, and the next event is the sports car races at the airport. At the, at the old, at the little airport they yeah, have here, Fernandita Beach. And the, the the little airport is, and I can't understand this is lined up with 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 uh, little private jets. I don't yes. know why. A little unusual to me. Well, they, uh, yeah, all, all, all of the guys flew in to bid five yeah. auctions. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. oh, and the the, the, uh, the I I haven't seen too many too many celebrities, but we did see at the Goodings auction uh, Bruce Caitlyn Jenner. Oh please! Uh, ah. That's enough for me to throw up. Uh, okay, yeah. was was Wayne Carini there? I've not seen him. Mm, okay, um, but but, she, but he she was very popular. You gotta <laughs> be kidding! Okay, let's let's switch to a different channel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what uh, car impressed you the most at the Gooding? Uh, they they had some they. they they had some very unusual older uh, sports cars. They had a Pegaso that I thought was very attractive. Ooh, uh, late, late was it late thirties or late forties? I mean, late forties, yeah, pretty, yeah, very yeah. very pretty car. And that was yeah. on a turntable and stuff. Okay, uh, that XK. I don't know what makes that car so special. That XKSS. I don't know what. Well, there's only twelve of them. Is. There's there's twelve of them, and they are basically. Works converted D types that uh, they couldn't sell all the D types, and of course they had that horrendous fire at the factory. So the remaining D types were, uh, you know, were destroyed. Yeah, they, no, well, yeah. no, they were destroyed. But prior to that, they converted or took some of the D types and made them into XKSSs, which is basically yeah. a road going. D type, and they did twelve of those. Now they've just done a continuation of that, and those cars <laughs> are selling for over a million dollars a piece new. And I'm not yeah. sure how many they're building. But when there you, was a lot of million dollar sports cars there, some yeah. like, I know you're a big Porsche fan. There were some very peculiar looking Porsche cars. Yeah, 
Yeah. Really odd looking things. I never had seen them. I guess they're they're, they're newer ones that, that uh, uh, well the company is selling. And then there were some nine five nines there, which originally I, the government would I, not I, let them in. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it was packed. It, it, the, the Goodings auction was was packed solid. Yeah. Well, I bet the RM was too, wasn't it? We didn't. We didn't <laughs> go to the auction. You have to have bands, and you have to buy bands, and Jack. Uh, he 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 deals uh, a lot with the gooding people, yeah. but not with the the uh, R uh, and M people. The R and M people have a lot of very very nice pre war stuff. Yes, not not that that my friend Steve Ronaldo goes around uh, putting his ear into conversations. But what is the talk of Amelia Island? Are people uh, are they optimistic? Pardon? Confusion. Confusion? Confusion. Well, just because of the you know, changes. You mean about or? the show, or about uh, you mean about the, the what's going on here? No, There's no, a no, lot no. of people that aren't sure. Yeah, no, I understand that. that from having to change the days. But what I'm talking about is, are they optimistic about the hobby? Are they optimistic about being there? Are they optimistic or are they pessimistic? Oh, about? yeah. This is a. This is a. This is. This is. A, I. I would describe this more of a, as a. A. Uh, uh, a social event as opposed to a car event. This is a a place to be sort to sort of the NBC, the Kentucky Derby of the classic car. Yes, sort yeah. of. Yeah, the, this is the Kentucky Derby of the East Coast car set. Like Pebble Beach is the Kentucky Derby of the West Coast car set. Well, and the other thing, though, that's beautiful is that they raise a lot of money for charity. Yeah, they do. They yeah, they, yeah, they do. They do. They yeah. do. They do a great job. But it's it's just very interesting. Uh, it's a very interesting thing. Everything here is kind of funny, uh, uh, typical, you know, of, of any time. Uh, Brenda wanted some coffee or cream for her coffee. So <laughs> there's a little convenience store in this condo village. I walked over there for a half a pint of just no name, uh, half and half, three ninety nine. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Did somebody come along and pour it for her? <laughs> wait, a, wait a second. When 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 did your britches go back to their right size after you saw that? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, you know, it's typical of stuff. You know, it's like the the, the $5 candy bar at the movies. You know? yeah. <laughs> what or, are you going to do? Or the, or the $15 donut at, at Starbucks. Yeah, so anyway, uh, uh, let me get going. We're okay. The, the bus is coming, so. All right. Uh, well, enjoy. If I our guys, I'll tell them hello. Yeah, and, and see if the alligator's in the pond out there in the golf course. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. And, yeah. And feed them. Yeah. And feed <laughs> All right. Thanks there's for. A lot of, oh, there's also a lot of niches here, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, there's quite a few nieces here. All right, all right. Well, s- smile at them. It's, it's, it's a family affair. Yeah. <laughs> all right, enjoy. Give our best to Brenda. Okay, right. see you. Bye. Hey, thanks, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> well, for our listeners, um, this is Steve's first time at an event like this. Right. Yeah, I don't think he's he's never been to Amelia, and I don't think he's ever been to Pebble. And um, I was uh, at Pebble in nineteen seventy. Yeah, well, you were in OD forty seven too. You, that was yeah, that was even before the camo. And what's what's the big run that they do around Monterey? Uh, uh, race 
Car race, yeah. Laguna Seca, the track. Oh, okay. I was sitting up in a beautiful spot Yeah, at Fort Ord. Yeah. Watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been there, done that. Didn't get a T-shirt, though. Uh, I got a T-shirt. Did they you? were all white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They also gave me some uh, um, camouflage uh, so nobody would see me. Yeah. I was very stealthy back then. Yeah. Well, th- that was I was in before. That I think we had brown shoes when I was in the army. <laughs> that, that had the buckles on the top. <laughs> we were in the brown shoe army. <laughs> now mine was uh, mine was uh, camouflaged, and they were uh, the waterproof that they were. They yeah. were not no. an issue. No, mine were uh, were black leather, and uh, I had a, I had a set of those too. And then uh, those were for dress. Well, no, we had fatigue dress. Yeah, yeah. When basic, we had to switch boots every day, so you had to spit oh, yeah, yeah. every night. Oh yeah, yeah. One that had white on the back of it and an A, and the other yeah. one had oh, yeah. a B on it. Yeah, and then uh, you could always tell the cadre who'd been to jump school because they had zippers on the side of theirs. Well, and you the know, jump I, boots. As long as we're talking about it, before I I'd been in for like six months before I went to basic, and so I'd had my girlfriend. Uh, take a set of my fatigues and taper them. Oh, that's then, a no-no. Oh no, it was this worked great. And then I had a pair of Cochran jump boots. And so whenever we'd have inspect or whenever we'd be out for inspection, and if we we're going to get assigned or do whatever, and whoever was numero uno, and all, I was numero uno every time because wow. nobody could compete with my my tapered fatigues and uh, the, the way I blocked them into the boots and. You know, and I answered the question. I mean, the questions were tough. Like, is the sun shining today? Yeah. You know? um, when there we were people that would say no. Uh, when no. we went through MTC, and you'd march to class, there was an officer had that had nothing to do but inspect your uniforms as you marched by. And if you had tapered uniforms, you were pulled out of rank. Really? And you, oh, they you loved bought them. no, and you bought new uniforms of the sloppy kind that you tucked yeah. and stuff yeah no I, then, only, I mean i had those two that i wore on a day in and day out basis but uh for inspection oh no no and, then, and it worked not only in basic but it also worked at ait yeah no it did for us it didn't and then uh i remember uh we were at Irwin army hospital at fort riley and the uh that was the old cavalry first cavalry and the last cavalry horse died well, I was there, and we think they served him in the mess hall the next day. So. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, no wait, but what's this have to do with I, Amelia? Nothing, nothing other than other than uh, like like I said, Amelia is the Kentucky Derby of uh, it's incredible uh, of the East Coast for yeah, cars and, it, and, and Pebble Beach, and, is the, and it keeps getting better. And Bill keeps winning worldwide awards for one of the greatest events. And he is one of the nicest men. Oh, he is. And and the things they do for the charities in Jacksonville. I, I hope Bill. I, I didn't. We didn't get it on. I did notify a lot of people. Yeah. But Bill was very candid and and kind. Oh, yeah. When I called him the other day, and he said, "No, we've got a weather problem coming in, and yeah. we're going to change days." And I asked, "Do you mind if I let some people know about it?" And uh, so it, it really, I don't. I'm not patting myself on the back because I I have nothing to do with nothing. But I let Steve know. I let Ed Watts know with uh, passport, right. and then Ed passed it on to a lot of folks. Yeah. And uh, I th- I don't know. I hope it helped in some little well, way. Well, 
Bill runs such a professional organization there, and I had a bulletin email. I believe it was Wednesday. Yeah. That said we're going to do this, this, and this because of the weather, and it said specifically the car show will be on Saturday, and we'll change the venue for the other two, the cars and coffee and the Porsche event. The panel discussions. There's two, one on 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 Jaguar. And Norm Dewis, who's in his 90s, who was the chief engineer at Jaguar, is over. And all the guys that race Jaguars, Bob Tullius and and that group, are having a panel discussion. And then I got one more thing before we go to break. And then there's a group of guys that raced sports cars internationally and in the States for the Japanese, the the Japanese drivers. So. We're going to go on break, and then we'll come back. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we do thank you for listening to America's Web Radio. And as I mentioned the other day, uh, Jim, one of our shows, uh, our Immigration Hour, is in, in, of all the legal shows podcasts, it's in the top seven. It's number three in the top seven in the United wow. States. Wow. All the podcasts. And, yeah. Uh, uh, he pulls great numbers. Uh, uh, Charles Cook is the uh, host of the show. He's also been uh, um, president of the Immigration, whatever it is, society or whatever. And uh, Charles is great, and we appreciate. Uh, he's been with us almost since day one, and and uh, we we do appreciate what he's done. This show does very very well, and I want to thank J.C. Taylor Insurance and also Passport Transport for being sponsors of it. And if you're interested in sponsoring one of our shows or like information about advertising on America's Web Radio, drop me an email, david at americaswebradio.com. We get results. Uh, It's amazing the number of people that listen to uh, our shows that are podcasts. All of our shows are podcasts. But uh, people that listen two days, three days, two weeks, two months later, and... We know we get results like the Immigration Hour in that uh, he's continually getting emails from 
around the world and another show uh, detailing addiction um, they've gotten a, a business off of being on America's web radio and doing uh, a show Dr. Uh, Susan Blank and I, I just and, and to you Jim I want to reach out and thank all of our hosts and thank you for being a host uh, this is you've been on now what six years seven years oh longer than that ten years Two, uh, yeah, nine years, nine, yeah, two thousand eight. Well, but who's counting? You got to give Steve the the credit. He's the one that got me on, and you know, I Steve and I worked together from nineteen ninety four. So he's he's really the guy that, that you know does the show, and I I just all I could say is when you get into things like American underslungs and you're talking to Dr. Fred Simeone from I Philadelphia did, talk to him this past week, did you as of fact. yeah um I mean Steve Steve was there he grew up with those cars yeah and that's it's amazing so you know there's it's a, it's eclectic because I can remember when we were talking about hot rods and telling people to check their tire pressure because their TPMS lights came on in the cold weather, and then we talked about fuel and and so Steve's got a propensity to be able to tell people of the complexities of these cars. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So. Speaking of of. Uh complexities of a car yeah uh as i mentioned to you my son has my new explorer right so i've been driving my old explorer right and one of the reasons i didn't want him to take it was that i hadn't put on um i hadn't replaced something on it so sure enough it happens yep we drive it go here go there go to lunch come back out turns over like a a banshee but will not start yeah so i sit there fuming for an hour hour and a half and the damn thing still won't start so i call and get a, a tow truck to come out with a rubber hammer yeah two whacks on the fuel tank and it starts up like crazy <laughs> that's like a lucas fuel pump and, and that is a fuel pump that's gone yeah, bad on my, yeah. on my old Explorer. So. Uh, MGBs were like that. You'd have to get out and get underneath the car with a hammer and whack the pump to get it running again. So I was, uh, you know. Hey, it's good for you. Um, not for my blood pressure. No, 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 no. That's that's for darn sure. Talking about Amelia for a minute, they have. A couple of unique cars there this year. One is the Honda Formula One car that Richie Ginther drove to victory, I believe, at Mexico City. And that car is in the Honda Museum in Japan, and it came over for Amelia. And then the other thing is, in the 50s, there was a wave of fiberglass-bodied cars, Almquist, Bangert, Devon, Darren, and guys that buy the fiberglass body and adapt it to an older Ford chassis. I don't, I'm not arguing with you at all. You know yeah. more about the 50s? In the 50s, yeah. Early the, 50s. Really? Yeah, well, these guys came out of the war. They lived in California. I thought fiberglass really didn't come in until the 60s. But no, I, I'm just, no, in the 50s. Huh. Lotus had it. Okay. In the late 50s. 
and uh, Rockdale and. You ever sanded one of those? Oh yeah, built, yeah. Without a mass, that's where I was stupid. But we didn't know any better then. And then Corvette had it in '53. Hmm. The the original Corvettes were fiberglass bodies in '53. Okay. Well. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not. No, 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 no. That's fine because now our listeners understand too. Because probably a lot of our listeners thought the same thing. Yeah. If you if you would have asked me, I would have said, "Well, it came out." You know, about the same time as Bondo, and uh, oh no, would have been no, you mean mud? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to mud that car. <laughs> um, but I, I would have, I, yeah. I, well, you know, come to think of it, the old uh, Carvettes, they they weren't, they had, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, I, I know you're right, but uh, I just never, for yeah. some reason. Well, you you know, you kind of wonder, um, but I remember, <laughs> excuse me, one show with Bill Warner. And we were talking about Fairthorpe Electrons. And that was a kit car built in England right after the war. But these guys came out of the war, and a lot of them were fabricators, whether it be aluminum or, or magnesium or, or, or whatever they did, or fiberglass. And that was, you know, they carried this trade from working during the war into building cars and they'd buy old Ford chassis and put a sports car body on it and there's a guy and I'm not sure he's still alive that went and dug up all these old fiberglass cars and uh, one of them is going to be an Amelia the Bangert uh, one of the Bangert bodied cars but there were so many of them and it was really amazing back then. It was a cottage industry in the United States and in the UK. So, I, I mean, I can go on and name Imperialists and Scimitar and Rockdale and Lotus, all over. What, what do you, you know, my first experience was with a Bugatti kit car that was a Bugatti <laughs> on, a, on a Volkswagen yeah. chassis. Yes. And uh, this guy... I won't go into details, but tried to, I don't want to say, in his own mind, he was driving a Bugatti, even though it was a kit car, and, you know, but, and I just, I I almost, I didn't want to slap him upside the head and say, you know, you're full of it. Well. This is a Volkswagen with a, with a piece of fiberglass on it. Yeah. Hey, um, made him happy. Yeah, and and he would ride around with his uh, racing helmet on and in, like it, in was, Lubbock, Texas. No, this was in Atlanta. Oh, okay. All a, right. a Delta, a Delta work person, not pilot. Yeah, but a Delta work hey, person. It's his hobby. Uh, and I, I, uh, I just, I get he, for some reason his attitude. Put such a bad taste in my mouth to- towards kit cars that well, I, I just can't accept them. Yeah, some people, you included. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. 32 Ford High Boys. A lot of them today are fiberglass body when they build a hot rod because it's a lot more cost effective than if you. F- you, I mean, if you could even find an original body that hadn't all rotted away, yeah. 
And Brookville makes an identical replica of the originals, but you're looking at ten or twelve thousand dollars. Whereas you can get a body, and there's some good ones. I've got a friend in Dayton that's got a beautiful hot rod, 30s period, uh, 32 high boy, and it's pretty hard to tell. So the quality's there it, it, on the, on some of this now, but and it's lighter, but it's not steel, and we leave it at that. Okay. All yeah. Right. So I just you know. I don't know. It's it's me. It's not. Well, that's I'm okay. I'm not throwing rocks at anybody. It's just it's me. I'll throw yeah. rocks at myself. Yeah. Well, I can't afford a Porsche 904 today, but I'd love to have Mr. Beck build me a 904 yeah. replica. So, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, talking about. Let's talk about Passport for a minute. Uh, we may not hear from Ed because he's probably very busy loading and, and unloading cars and, and getting them on the show field. In fact, they're probably, well, they have to be on the show field now. But uh, I saw one of his big green rigs on the interstate the other day, and i got to have a car painted Passport <laughs> green one of these years. Yeah, it's just it, they're, they're, their trucks are beautiful. They stand out. And uh, they do a great job for people. Um, what uh, what do you think is going to happen in the next few years with this hobby, David? What's your perspective on it? I well, the economy's gotten better. The jobs are up. Better, but I, I, you know, it's just like everything else. The key to it is youth yep and i i think it's going to outlive itself uh, i think i don't think we'll be able to have there there will always be some right but i don't think i think in my opinion <laughs> that uh, potentially the hobby has peaked and is on the other side of the bell curve that's because down. of the graying of the hobby yeah it's it's because i think it's I think there are a lot of factors from my perspective. One being our educational system. If you know, when elected, um, I'll make every history book have you know chapters on the the value of the cars. There are kids that have never even seen a picture, much less seen the real thing of a, a Model A or a Model T, well, or they don't know the story of Ford or. You know, they just they don't know the importance of, of the car. I'm not even sure they know the importance of a train. You know, yes. in, in building the United States and and building, you know, uh, it wasn't just the United States; it was Europe too. That that the value of the car has been incredible, but yes. that's not part of what they're taught anymore. And so I I blame it on education. I blame it on. I, I think now that some of the organizations are waking up, and certainly some of the universities and so forth are waking up, but I, I'm fearful that it's a, a dime too late, you know. Uh, well, uh, and, and the museums, I know Dr. Fred uh, in Philadelphia sponsors uh, a, a driver's education program. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, when we had, or week before last, when we had Blackhawk on, God bless them. 
Yes, that's for what, doing the most important thing. If the school can't afford it, yes. we'll come pick you up. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? That is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. and I, and I think this, you know, this is only me vetting, and you shouldn't have asked the question. Or you, well, you know, no, I I wanted uh, to ask the question because we've been talking about it. <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me. We've been talking about it for. Ad infinitum. Yeah, and and trying to get museums to sponsor well, uh, Children's Day and grandparents bring your children or parents bring your children. Here's where what will cause it to fail, and this is a shame, is that, and it's the same thing, I can relate it very well because I know it very well, uh, as charities. If and I, I'm not putting down charities. I'm not putting down if your child has a disease, you know, whatever. I don't care what it is. I'm not putting them down. But they have museums, car museums have the same attitude as charities do. I'm the only one in town. Well, Mr. Weber, I hate to inform you of this, but you ain't the only one in town. So get off your butt and quit saying I'm the only game in town and work together. Mm -hmm. And only if and when the museums will work together across the country can they hope to to survive and to maintain the, the, uh, the classic car hobby and industry. As long as they're trying to do it by themselves, they haven't got the horsepower to do it. Well, and <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> the um, big thing that I've noticed, there are some museums that have car events at the museum. Yeah. And then there are special needs children who say, I want to ride in a Ferrari or I want to ride in a hot rod. And this group will fulfill the desires of these young people. And museums do that. But that's a onesie situation. Yes, it is. Here's here's what needs to happen. How many people, and the number has to be incredible, get in their car with their family every summer, every fall, every spring, whatever, and go on a vacation. It's in the th- it's the car that yeah. makes that possible. Right. And yet the museum doesn't let the people know that are in their cars about their car museum. You know? They don't know that if you go to Danville, California, and I'm not blaming Blackhawk, but I just pulled that right. out of my ear, but right. so many of the museums advertise on a local basis and they try to, and, and which they should, not saying they shouldn't, right. but they also need to get that tourist, the person that's driving across country, driving through Kansas City, and say, hey, we've got a great museum in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Come by and see our auto museum. Yeah. And let dad, or let the grandparents even better, go in and say, we used to have a car just like that. Yeah, or my dad had a car yeah, like that. Exactly. Right. I rest my case. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so I, until <clears throat> they work together, it's like everything else. The car museum should be putting the pressure on schools. Talk about what made America great. Talk about what made 
uh, Dallas, Texas accessible to Los Angeles, the car. Right. Talk about Route 66. Yes. Talk yeah. about it, you know. Yeah. And until they do that, it's going to be a dying industry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully some of it will get reinvigorated with the younger generations, especially with the new product that's on the road. I mean, you got 700 horsepower cars out there that you can go in and buy now. So that's you know an opportunity, and and you still pe- see people look, look at the Woodward Dream Cruise, the number of people that attracts in Detroit where they go there. So you've got car events during the summer. Uh, it's just the fact that the hobby's graying that uh, is is a concern to me. And as I say that. Uh, I'm graying, too. <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, boy, we sure are. Some of us are whiting. Um, yeah. <laughs> some of us are short with we, some we hair. <laughs> I, thought <you> were, <laughs> I thought you were trying to make fun of my height. No, no, no. I'm talking about shortage of hair. Some some of us are uh, shorting anyway. I, yeah. uh, you realize you shrink as you get older? Sure. I uh, I have shrunk a bunch. Wow. I never was the Tower of Pisa exactly, but Yeah. But you're leaning. Yeah, I'm leaning. <laughs> um understand Steve's pretty close to getting his 09 Maxwell running too, by the way. He was talking about it the other night. And when you think about how primitive those cars are. And did did has Kevin our English correspondent talked about the London to Brighton run? Yeah, That's 1904 and earlier. Now think about that. You know, what I and I come back to this every time you bring it up or you and Steve bring it up. I, it's like a lot of things. I marvel at those engineers that could put two and two together and come up with just just the sprocket the 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 sprocket of of a chain drive. Yes, you know. Figuring that out, and, yes. and you know, and no CAD system, obviously, no computer, obviously, no robots, that all in their head that they were yeah. able to put it down on paper, and I'm sure some of them put it down on a scrap piece of paper if they had paper, if they had paper and right. pencil, and then walked out and and started banging on it and hammering on it and cutting on it and and uh, oh the frustration they must have gone through when they were so close and yet it didn't work and the uh, and the the I, I look at the combustion engine and the well and, and know, just the whole thing it just, yeah it, it was it was primitive and it, it's like no sti- no it was state of the art oh well at the time at the time yeah yes but to us today yeah. it was primitive it's like steve getting his maxwell running i mean it's going to happen but it's taking him a while because he's got to make some parts because there are no parts and uh, it, it'll be a beautiful car, and yeah. it's and, it, and he drives his 1910 Model T as a ball with that. So, if only. Well, hopefully one of these days, the Maxwell will run, and uh, we gotta try and get uh, okay. him. Okay, let me turn the by. question on you. Okay, is it important that kids should know about it? Or is it more important for them to take where we are today and proceed to something bigger and better? Um, I'm going to say yes to both. I, I think 
people need to understand some historical things and how they occurred and then relate it to the progression. I mean, today, if you go into a factory, there's very few factory workers building automobiles. They still have to have them, but robots are doing it. The tolerances are tighter. The, I mean, the, the body fit and finish is better. It, take, it takes the human error out of it. So, But if they can go back and understand, some of these cars had wooden frames. And they, they can understand, well, what was it? The Blackhawks got one of the 1896 Mercedes replicas. 1896. Well, we're in 2017. But if you can look at that, and, and some of these cars had wagon wheels, the high wheelers. Mm-hmm. Sears had an auto buggy, a, a high wheeler, and things like that. So the evolution is, is absolutely amazing. But two things have really taken place. Safety has dramatically improved, and emissions have gone down. There's nothing worse than following an old car down the street, especially one that's got worn valve guides, and that exhaust about you know knocks you out. And I can remember in the 50s, you love that old smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and today you don't, and you can't. And diesels, diesels, <laughs> same way. So, But the uh, advantage to me of a museum is it gives you evolution, and I would hope it would stimulate people, younger people, into thinking about things and evolving the automobile from way back I mean look at hybrid cars today we're in electric cars, hybrid cars and of course now the big argument is they don't buy fuel so they're not paying road use tax on these cars the electrics, no they don't buy fuel and that's where they get the road use tax Yeah. Yeah. so there was an article about that somewhere that I read maybe the journal or something about uh, So, um, Mr. Ronaldo gave us a good report. I guess we're not going to hear from Ed. He's probably very busy with his customers. Yeah, I imagine with the storm coming in, some of them are wanting to get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, t- right after the show. Yeah. Yeah, because so. m- most of those cars, not most of them, but a lot of the owners of those cars that have spent millions on a restoration don't want them in the rain. They don't want them in foul weather. No. A lot of them go to a show, and if the weather's bad, they stay in the trailer. I, it's like owning a Kentucky Derby racehorse. Uh, I won't know either feeling, yeah. nor will I ever have to make the decision. Yeah. Uh, not unless uh, you win the lottery and give me part of it. Yeah, well, i got to have money first to buy the tickets. That's true. <laughs> But it only takes that one. Yeah. You know, um, I want to thank Steve for calling in. Yes. Um, I'm sure he was busy uh, in Amelia. I, I, uh, I can't say, we can't say enough about Bill Warner and the job that he does at Amelia. And, uh. and keeping the, you know, it's because of Amelia Islands. It's because of, of Hilton Head. It's because of Pebble Beach. It's because of wherever and whatever that that they motivate others to get involved and I hope that it's it's uh, in some way reaching out to younger folks um, 
you know, to, to go a little bit further on the question that you asked earlier, we people have got to understand that you can't price everybody out of the market either. You know, there's not a 30-year, not many 30-year-olds that could afford a $25 million car, or certainly not any 18-year-olds, or very many of them. And, um, you know, I, it, it's it's... Well, but the hobby's versatile. I mean, take a look. AACA, if you go to an AACA show, it's free. Yeah. And you can enjoy it. And they have judges' schools for children to get them interested. So there's a whole broad spectrum. It's an incredible hobby. And, and, you know, some of it's antique cars, some it's classics, some it's primitive, some it's hot rods. And some of us are in the two-wheel carts. With the jackass in front of it pulling it. That's, <laughs> some of us are that old. But anyway, uh, it's been a good show. And I, and mm-hmm. I want to really, again, thank Steve Ronaldo, uh, one of our hosts, uh, for calling in, taking his time to, uh, uh, I can't remember, was it facing the ocean or facing away from the ocean that he was able to talk to us? But for whatever reason. One or the other. One or the other. Uh, We appreciate him facing the right direction and uh, calling in. Steve, if you're listening, thank you. Yeah. And um, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, I guess. Well, yeah. Next week he's in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And uh, I've got a a race next week, so I guess we'll be doing a. We'll uh, do an archive, or maybe we'll talk to. I may talk to Bill Warner. Uh, I may call him and. And have a Amelia Island review. Either that, or it, it, he, he may want to take a day and sleep in. That's, that's yeah. true. That's true. With that yeah. being said, it is time to put the plug in the jug. We'll be back next week on America's Web Radio on the Classic Car Show. Thanks for listening, and uh, tell your friends about the show. Uh, You're listening to America's the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.